It's the Full Go presented by FanDuel. The playoff action is heating up, and with FanDuel, you can bet on everything from the NBA Finals MVP to who's going to lift the Stanley Cup. And right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays, or SGPs as the kids like to call them, all on one page. Plus, start betting on the pulse and get paid instantly when you win. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus in D.C. And present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Hey everyone, this is Craig Horlbeck from the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. Join me, Danny Heifetz, and Danny Kelly every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to help you win your draft, win your league, and most importantly, avoid that last place punishment. Follow the Ringer Fantasy Football Show on Spotify. Chicago everywhere, check it. Not enough Chicago. We just don't have enough Chicago people. Jason Goff is here. Well, I'm at Full Go. The Full Go Podcast. The Full Go. Bears, Bulls, White Sox, Cubs, and Blackhawks. Our man, Jason Goff. Three times a week with Jason Goff. His mood is elevated. <laughs> he is feeling good. Jason, I'm loving the Full Go. Love the Full Go. The Full Go. The Full Go. Welcome to Full Go with Jason Goff. That is what I'm talking about. Talking about. What up, world? You're listening to The Full Go with Jason Goff, presented by The Ringer, a Spotify original. Yeah. The voice that is, you know, a couple of minutes into this thing already traumatized me. A place that I thought was a safe space here on The Full Go has become very unsafe. Uh, The great... (laughs) The great Shakia Taylor... Is joining us here. Shake, how you feeling? Okay. I'm, uh, uh, I'm, not is... you. I'm, no, I'm good. Oh no no. I, no, no. I'm I'm good. I'm good. I moved that. I'm I'm good money out here. Um before Wait, it's fine. Close. I keep it's telling fine. you. Like... But guess what? Guess what? And you can ask anybody I'm who has that's fine. Get in line. Get in line. <laughs> Get in line. Like you can ask anybody who's dealt with me. Uh from the first interaction to how many every years that we keep a relationship going, right? I'm full throttle from Jump Street. You know, I, I give you all of myself and I expect the same in return. I feel like you're gonna engage, right? I'm looking at you because, you know, some guests don't like to engage. They like to, you know, just dance around a little bit. I don't feel that. I don't feel that energy with you. But before we, um, we we see what's on Shake's mind here on this pod. I want to say this, <clears throat> and everybody who doesn't have a child can go ahead and mute up for about 30 seconds here. Depending on when you get this pod and when you listen to this pod here in the city of Chicago, ladies and gentlemen, I know you hear those sweet sounds of summer blowing away and, and the leaves are starting to hit the ground a little bit. But also, also, if you are a parent out there, 
God damn it, we did it again. That's right. We got through a summer. These motherfuckers are going back to school. We love them. We love them with all our hearts and our 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 bodies and minds. Like we put everything into them, right? The the, the, the little legacies that are out there just carrying on our name, hopefully in good stead. And guess what? Mine right now is sleeping as we are sitting here on this pod. Got his got his hair twisted up freshly for first day of first grade tomorrow if you're listening to this and you're taking your kids to school right now sorry for the cursing early on not really that's on you if you're being a bad parent while the kid is in the car that's on you that's on you all right i know i listen to podcasts when my kid is in the car and you know he learns certain words i just tell him don't say in front of me and you know just don't get in trouble but we did it parents we got these kids through another summer right now it's time to pass them off to the chicago public school system that's right let the let CPS raise these kids for nine hours out the day. We get our little two and a half, three hours of discipline and fun in where we can throughout the day. But that's right. Shout out to all the summer camps out there that have been draining our money, right? I won't even tell y'all how much how much money it costs per week here in the city of Chicago to make sure that your kid is running around and being active. Shout out to uh, all the growth spurts that we got through this summer. Okay, my kid jumped up a couple of sizes, finally decided to sprout a little bit. Shout out. And I want to say this and I, shout out to Amazon having everything on deck for the parents out there who are worried about their kid achievement levels. Right. I told my kid, hey, man, you study for the test all summer long. So first grade is going to be a blast. Right. Pumping them up, ready to give them, you know, that encouragement, because when I get into this car and if you're in the car right now listening to this, when I get into this car tomorrow morning and drop my little guy off at his first day of first grade, there is a new record when kids get to go back. I never understood it, I, right? Because, you know, I never had school-age kids, but kids are getting ready to go back to school. That weight will be lifted off of all you parents' shoulders out there who had to work through the summer, right? We ain't these damn kids. We don't get the summer off, right? Well, I mean, <laughs> some of us don't get the summer off. I, I got the summer off. I got the summer off. You know, I actually, I was actually standing on a scale just now. Man, this summer, boy... This summer is big. Shakia, I tell you, I thought I was going to actually um, like stick to a game plan and some discipline this summer. It has been bad. It has been bad, right? And I blame it on the kid. I blame it on life, to be honest with you. I got a question for you. Can we go back a second? Yeah, we can, can talk about back. listening to podcasts in the car, cussing. Yeah. You know, do you give your kid like one free pass on the cuss word? I've been seeing this on social media. Do you give your kid one free pass? No. Um, Because you got to check it. The parent has to check it. Everybody Mm -hmm. else around you can be like, yeah, good, you know, good shit, you know. Do you remember the first time you cursed in front of your parents? Mm, I definitely was grown as hell. Oh, were you? Yeah. Well, you didn't. Well, so you never got caught. You never got caught as a kid. Right. Right. Oh, okay. I don't even know if I was a cussing ass kid. Like I feel like I'm a cussing ass adult, but no. like I wasn't no. a cussing kid. Oh, so you were good. Okay, so cool. I uh watched Eddie Murphy's Delirious when I was five years old. <laughs> so I, I found Red Fox albums in my grandmother's basement for some reason when I was about six, seven years old. Okay. I have been cursing. Uh, I've been a terrorist since the public school era, as my man, Notorious V.I.G., has said it. And I will never forget 
the day that my dad walked in when I was playing Tecmo Super Bowl and I let out the loudest and I put my foot into it because I thought, you know, you could feel somebody behind you. I thought it was my uncle, right? And that's my man, 50 grand. I, uncle Greg, what? I learned all my bad habits from you, player. So I, he behind me. I'm getting in on the game. You know what I mean? Tecmo Super Bowl, right? Left run, right run, up the middle run, all the various plays in the vast playbook that is Tecmo Super Bowl. And John Offerdahl from the Miami Dolphins linebacker stuffs me right at the goal line. And I said to myself, this is the time. This is your home. <laughs> you are seven years old. And I said, fuck, as loud as I possibly could. When I turned around, it was not my uncle. Right? It was not my uncle who was seven years my senior. It was my father. And I turned around and a little bit of pee came out because I knew what was getting ready to happen to me. <laughs> and he just looked at me and he said, what'd you say? And he walked away. And when I tell you right then and there, it's like, you know, remember the Cosby episode where uh, Denise asked for her whooping before she went to bed? Like, can I get my punishment before I go to bed? I pretty much looked at him and was like, so you want me to like, you want, you, you yeah, want, yeah. yeah, yeah. You want, you, you, you want to do the chase thing? <laughs> you, you, right, like, is there a moment in the choreography where I can grab the belt? Is that is, is like, you know, do we, you know, do I, do I call mom and tell her that you are about to kill her baby? Like what, what, what happens here? And I never got a whoop before. I never got in trouble. He, you know, he scared the life out of me. And Why? Because he hit you with the what you say. Sometimes that's all you need. Like, they want you to either say it again or suffer the consequences. Oh, that's the problem. <laughs> I was a very literal child. So I... <laughs> you repeated it? Yeah, I was like, I was like fuck. Uh, I, you I mean, I, mean I, I just got in trouble for lying the week before. What am I going to say? Nothing? <laughs> and get a double I'll say anything. Nah, nah, we didn't, no, we didn't, Belizean parents, we didn't have that kind of household where you can, no, 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 but yeah, man, yeah, yeah, I don't even know how this story started, but shout out, yeah, the kids listening to the podcast in the car, right, my my, my son thinks that Dominique Foxworth and Bamani Jones are like, you know, long lost relatives because of how often they are on in the car, like my, he knows all of the tricks, he knows the outros and all those things, so shout out to you if you are listening to this thing on the way home, or uh, dropping off these kids at school, you know, oh, if you're on the way home from dropping the kids off at school, hey man, roll up, you know, enjoy your ride to wherever you have to go because for the next, what, seven, eight months, <laughs> these kids ain't gonna be around during the day, all right? And, and like we said, we love them with all our hearts. We pour everything into them. It's the reason why we work, you know, they, they make us smile. My kid today was like, hey man, I love you, daddy. I was like, oh, man, I rock with you too, bro. I love you as well. Like, you know, you still gonna have to do your homework and clean this goddamn room up. But, you know, you know, I love you, right? So shout out to everybody out there raising these kids. All the back to school celebrations looked amazing, right? Like, I didn't make it out to the Bud Billiken Parade. I've never been out to the Bud Billiken Parade, but it always looks amazing. Um, 
you know, and, and these backpack giveaways. I see y'all out there. I see y'all clout chasing asses, huh? You ain't done shit all year long for these kids. All of a sudden, everybody got these cheap ass book bags to give them. I see you. I see you. But yeah, shout out to everybody out there sending the kids back to school. I know, Shaky. It's on you. I blame you. You made it very uncomfortable when I sat down on this on this microphone. You know, you said I was in a huff and you took it personally. So I blame I you for the, the start of this show. I make the negativity come alive. I make the negativity come alive. That's that, what I'm here for. That is something that, you know. I found that from my friend. Craig, I, I, but... I, oh, okay. I was about to say, like, I put that on a date, date nap, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> if I was out here like that. Nah, yeah. He told yeah. me, uh, I think it was in his yearbook. He had, like, a buddy, like, tell him, you know how people sign your yearbook and they're like, you know, stay, stay you, keep being yourself. And his homeboy was like, telling them that he enjoyed him in high school and he was like, you made the negativity come alive. And I'm like, wow, that's fire. That's pretty dope. <laughs> that's pretty dope. What did people write in your yearbook, Shakia Taylor? So we didn't get our yearbooks until after school. So I didn't have anyone mm. write in my yearbook at all. That juvenile yeah. detention center didn't, didn't have enough funds, huh? Whoa, is that, is that whoa, what it was? whoa, 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 hold up. I went to Cardinal Mooney High School in Youngstown, Ohio. Okay. You went to Cardinal not, Mooney? Not a juvenile detention center. Yes, sir. Oh, I, I, you know, I know you did. Know. That's what I <laughs> yes, yes, I did. It's, 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 really like, it's a pretty decently known high school among sports circles. Um, no, no, like no. The, the, yeah, Stoops no, brothers not. went to my high school. The who? The Snoops. Bob. Snoops, Snoops brother? No. Stoops. With a team. Oh, Bob, oh, Bob and Mike Stoops. Oh, yes, yes, yes. This the football stoops is. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bob still lives in Chicago, right? I remember when he bought that crib here and everybody's like, oh, he's gonna be the next head coach of Chicago Bears. That never really materialized. Yeah, you <laughs> you you know why you know why I got this smoke for for uh for Shake, Tony, and Kyle? No? You're shaking your heads? No? Oh, uh, okay. The people out there, they're for the people out there, they're shaking their heads. You, I know you guys can't see them, <laughs> but you can hear them shake their heads. No. Thank you, fellas. Appreciate it. Uh, so I don't go out often. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I do not hit the streets at all. You know, maybe there have been maybe three or four times, five times maybe this summer that I've said, you know what? Let me go out to this event. Well, let me just show my face real quick in these little circles, you know, that everybody's trying to be. Going. No, 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 ma'am, 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 <laughs> ma'am. I, I just want to. I just want to, you know. You know, so I'm like, you know what? Let me let me move around real quick. You know, a little basketball event here in the city of Chicago. I feel like, you know, maybe, just maybe, you know, I'm a part of the basketball community here. You know, I, I don't like to overstep my boundaries, right? I never uh, I never feel something is old or I am entitled to something. So I go out to the uh, the Jordan uh, Jumpman <laughs> Summer Series and, you know, my lovely fiance, not interested in basketball at all, but loves to loves to just pull up like, hey, we out here like Bulls Fest was hilarious. She, she, she came downstairs for Bulls Fest. Tony, you saw her. She came downstairs for Bulls Fest. She had a full like a Chicago Bulls like shirt on like like new shirt too. tag still on it. Shiny stickers still on the joint had her Jordans on. I'm like, look at this. Look at, look at my baby ready for basketball camp. Like, like. 
uh, go you, go team. So yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. She no, she looked great. No, I, I'm I'm down with it. I just she, she doesn't know that I don't wear. Well, she does know, but I don't wear like a lot of team apparel, right? Outside of the White Sox hat, I mean, that's been my, you know, scarlet letter for the last three years. Outside of the White Sox hat, I really don't wear a whole bunch. But I'm like, oh, look at her, you know, supporting out here. So we go to the Jordan Summer Series. Uh, shout out to Hot Rod. You know, Rodney hit me. Yeah, I hit him up, actually. I was like, yo, this looks amazing. You know, he's like, hey, man, come through. I'm like, oh, anytime, bro. Let me know. He's like, oh, yeah, we got you. Just pull up. So I'm like, cool. I pull up. And I walk up because, you know, I'm prompt. <clears throat> you know this about me, Tony. I'm prompt. I pull up. And I, I, oh, security right there. Bang. Easy, easy peasy at the door. Hey, Mr. Security man, how are you? You know, thought I think I've seen you in Inglewood somewhere, but how are you? I was told to ask about the security list because that's what I would, they'd be like, hey, you're on the list, Jay? Just bang, in easy access, entry, let's get it popping. I said, hey, security man, where, you know, do I, and I even say, where do I? I'm like, my name's Jason Goff. You look like security. Uh, and if you're not security, you got security on your, you know, on your left breastplate on your shirt and also security on your, on the back of your shirt too. So that everybody knows where to go to find security. Hey, Mr. Security. My name is Jason Goff. I've been told that I'm on the security list and he goes to me. Uh, I don't know about that list, young player. I'm like, oh, okay, well, is there a certain place I should go? He then proceeds to point to a line. Now, mind you, we are outside, right, in this, like, little covered area, but it's still outside, a little humid, Chicago summer night, and driving up to it. I was like, oh, there's <laughs> this is going to be one, one of those very, very fun uh, Chicago events. I'm like, oh, look at the, look at the accessories that everyone is donning. Right? I'm like, am I going to a basketball game or a party? This is about to be fire. Yeah, see? Shay could tell you. She'll be able to tell you more after the story. Um, so the security man then points to a line, and I'm like, oh, well, all right, what should I do here? So you know what you do. You pull out the phone, and you start to text the people who are running the event and go, hey, yo, I don't know if there was a mix-up, but... You know, if there was, that's cool. I even said, hey, man, it's cool. You know, I, I don't want to, I'm not going to ruffle any feathers. He's like, no, 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 no. Get in that line. And as soon as they open the doors, you come right in. I'm like, oh, there it is. <laughs> cool. So just get in line. I then stand in line where a couple of brothers come up to me that I've hooped with maybe once or twice in my life. It's like, hey, man, really love what you do. I'm like, oh, introduce yourself to my lady so I can remember your name real quick. Yeah, there it is. We chop it up for a couple of minutes. You know you know how we're supposed to do. And my lady knows this. Listen, anytime we go anywhere, I'm leading with you. So you can be like, hey, man, this is my fiance. Hey, Gucci, chime down. This is my fiance. What is your name, stranger who thinks you know me? Cool. Then... Out of like it's as if the, the 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 seas parted, okay? Because I see the just the aura, the glow of of one, ladies and gentlemen, one Shakia Taylor. And oh I'm God. like, oh, 
they go shake. She walks past me, right? And I'm like, shake, what up? No, no, I'm talking about you getting ready to get in line. I'm not shading you. I'm not shading you. You're getting ready to get in line. I'm like, take old shake. What's happening? We chop it up. Shake telling me the moves that she about to make. I'm getting excited for her. She tells me she's also there with somebody who they, you know, they should probably know why we getting in. She didn't say why we getting in line, but I'm sitting there like, oh, why is he getting in the line? Why are you getting in line? You're Shaquille Taylor. Tony Gill. Beautiful conversation. For about a good, I'd say ten. Yeah, oh yeah, we got we. Hey, listen, we shared pleasantries. You feel me? I was like, here. In fact, we're already in line. Why would you go back there? We're already in line. I did. Remember that, Tony Gill. (laughs) After a while, your boy. You know me, Tony. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna go. Like this. This probably ain't for me. Yeah, this probably ain't for me. You know, then the line starts to move a little bit. <laughs> and then it seemed like from the heavens above basketball heavens above Shakia Taylor got some kind of um, sign signal or um, something caught her eye. And, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> The conversation quickly wrapped up because it was time for Shakia to go into the event. <laughs> wait, wait, no. No, no, no. Man, no, I will yield the floor. Right I will yield the floor. I, you, there are corrections, right corrections and rebuttals are, are, are necessary. I'm down. I'm, I'm going to yield the floor. So when Shakia Taylor was summons like, hey, Shake, what, what the fuck are you doing in this line? <laughs> Get your ass in this game and, and cover it with the rest of the big shooters in here, please. All right. So then she gets her friend who was behind us in the line. She's like, hey, you know, oh, no, no. He got summoned, right? He got me. Yes. He got summoned. Oh, even yeah. better. Even better, even ladies and gentlemen, even better, even better. I I hate to depict it in, in, in any kind of uh, wrong fashion. He got something, and Shake was like, <laughs> "Hey, Jason." That's not what I, mean. <laughs> she, I turned she, to you. She, to she see hit me with the "Hey, Jason." See if you wanted it's, to come, and you were like, "No, we're good. Go ahead." I, I, you I, I don't. I don't recall you know. that. I don't you recall did. that. I recall Shakia being like, "Hey, Jason." Trying to put me f- out in front of. <laughs> who listen to your podcast like, like i was just gonna leave you there she but was you like hey, had Jason. already made up in your mind you were leaving i don't know if you wanted some mcdonald's fries or something <laughs> or maybe you needed some more jj fish i don't know but i was not gonna leave you and you told me to go right you told me to go so i thought I, left. I thought the corrections and rebuttal part would, would come no. after no i interject <laughs> Shakia is silencing black men tonight. <laughs> and that's the way we kicked this shit off. I, I got left in a line by the homie. You know, I you know, it's 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 always worse when it happened in front of your lady too, right? Like it's you you know, when when you, when the homie's like, "Hey, um, you know, I, I think she actually looked at P and was like, "Hey, when I if mean, you need to playing me." If you need he's to get into some of these things in the future, just just hit me. 
Why are you making stuff up? I got you. See, now you added details and stuff. You definitely have reached uncle level storytelling. Like all this. Uh, I thought something else was coming that. after that. By the way, I thought I was like, God uh, damn, she's about to call me a time on my own pod. Like no, that's what we're about to do. No, I would never do that. Come on now. Yeah, just text I'm it, right? Only. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> What's good with you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm on vacation this week, so I'm off Uh-oh. from the Death Star. What's what's vacation look like for Shakia Taylor? Because you you either writing, thinking about what you're gonna write, covering something, you know, going going ham on Twitter when people get out they out they body. Like what 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 does the calm down look like for you? Okay, well, very limited Twitter this week, so everybody is safe. Y'all safe <laughs> till Sunday. Uninstalled or or just a hide the app kind of vibe? Nah, I just don't touch it. Like I got I got I got some self discipline. I just don't touch it. Right? It it helps that everything on there is so aggravating. It's like why would I go on there and make myself upset when I'm supposed to be off? Um, my editor AK has informed me that I am off, as in like don't log in, don't be on Slack, don't check email. So it's very nice. nice. So. Uh, tomorrow, um, the painters are coming. My place is being painted. Um, and, um, <laughs> and oh. I'm, I'm getting a facial and a massage and getting my lashes done and Ooh. Ooh. might go to the beach, you know, that money might, talk, huh? might do some brunching. I know you're not talking. Uh, I know you're uh, not talking. You peasants, yeah, you peasants can never. Uh, the, you know what I mean? Getting a little spa day when the paint. Hey, paint got to dry. I got to stay busy somehow. Might as well get pampered. I can't you know. Be here. I can't be here. <laughs> you feel me? Right. Might as well. You know. Take care of yourself. Right. I can dig it. I can dig it. You one more time. <laughs> It's gonna happen several more times in the pot, at least, at least, and then, and then the fourth quarter, we looking at a good, you know, twenty five times. You know, Shakia likes to call me out on Twitter and think I'm not going. Yeah, I mean, I'm not on Twitter. I just say your name. That's all I do. Is say your name. You and Shayna do the same shit to me all the time. Shayna just do it now in the back channel. Shayna text me now and be like, "Hey, baby, get off the get off the phone. <laughs> You're doing enough. <laughs> you did a Yo, lot. I be wanting to hit you with like a meme, like hand me your phone, give me the password." You don't understand. This this all in the sauce. These are all these are little mini EPs you drop until the album come out. That's all on Twitter. I man, please let me tell you something about Twitter and X and all this other foolishness. Like now, I'm not calling it X. I'm not calling it X. Because what what is it? The tweets went with Twitter, obviously. So what what is X like? You you putting out X's? I've been calling Zeeks. Zeeks. Sheesh. Jesus. Oh, see, this see, is that, why. That's, that's why we can't call it X. Because, like, what do we do with that? It just everything becomes weird. Everything becomes weird. I think it's too late. I think everything is already weird. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. 
Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. We'll be back with more of the full goal with Jason Goff. After a word from our sponsors. Snap into the action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. My favorite NFL bet, especially after second game of the preseason, is, hey, man, the Bears looking okay. Nah, they didn't look okay. P.J. Walker, I forgot to talk about him in our pod, but, man, Tyson Badgett, Nathan Peterman throwing dimes. I do like the Bears over for wins, by the way. I keep on telling y'all that, and that's going to move a little bit as we get closer and closer to the season. I feel like that 7.5 is a nice little number. Go over and uh, you're welcome. The app is so easy to use, by the way. There's a wide range of betting options, including the spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. What up, world? It's Vic Spencer, and you're listening to The Full Goal with Jason Goff, presented by The Ringer, a Spotify original. What's uh, what's uh, tickling your fancy in the sports world these days? I mean, you know, you, you're writing about the the Jordan Jumpman series, the summer series, right? Like you know, the, the, the the cult, yeah, yeah, the the cultural significance here in the city of Chicago. You know, put pen to paper, romanticize the sport that people love so much, even though mm-hmm. it's a pain in the ass at times professionally here in the city. But what's uh, what's what's been um. What's been raising your eyebrows as of late? What, what's got you going in the city of Chicago sports? 
Well, there's obviously all those programs that are happening. I feel like they just keep popping up. Um, I don't know. I've seen people who go to all of them, and I'm like, how do you have that kind of time? Well, they don't like, have jobs. They don't have jobs. <laughs> they don't like, have jobs. That's real cool, but like, how do you have that kind of time? And it's kind of become this like, who's who, get fresh, I'm there, I'm visible type of it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, that's that's where we at with it. Um, I also have been, <laughs> I'm interested in the in the Bears preseason hype right now. Um, I uh, I saw a video where uh, Justin Fields was called a poor man's Jalen Hurts. Did you see that? So I not only saw that, I work with James Jones here at the Ringer on the NFL feed for a couple of seasons. Uh, James has become a, you know, good dude, like a a industry friend type of associate Mm -hmm. vibe. And yeah, I'm, listen, I know exactly where James is going with it, uh, but it's hard after, you know, Jalen Hurts has the season that he had and he, you go back and watch that Super Bowl, Jalen Hurts outplayed Patrick Mahomes. Like he he played a better game than Patrick Mahomes. It's just can't see Patrick Mahomes had like one foot, right? Like wasn't his ankle? I just I'm just saying he outplayed him. He out the biggest stage, you know. If if Patrick Mahomes would have would have went crazy and Jalen Jalen Hurts wet the bed, we'd be talking about it. So you know, I I understand why Philadelphia people especially are upset because that's their guy, and people nationally don't believe in the Justin Fields thing as of yet. And James Jones has been this way since they drafted him. Like, this isn't anything new. Like, he really believes that this dude is going to be one of the top five or six quarterbacks in the NFL here soon. So it's interesting to see the uh, the, the Flames get stoked in that in that way. I mean, I think it's great, right? If they're not talking about you, then you're not doing anything. So good or bad, you know what I mean? Like, they're talking about him. Hopefully, um, the season goes the way Chicago fans would like. Um, I wrote about that this past week, how Bears fans have been clinging to hope for 30 years. And I got a hilarious reader email, right? Like, I don't really get, like, the troll emails. People generally, you know, they fuck with what I'm saying. So I don't, I get a lot of, And like, they're scared crazy. of you, Shakia. Let's, let's also. They should be. I'll silence them as well. Um, <laughs> but no, this guy was basically like, like, I appreciate your clear-eyed view on the Bears. They've been bad for 60 years, my entire life. And I'm like, wait, bro, they won the Super Bowl 30-some years ago. Why are we, why, why we going with 60? Like, 60 puts us in, like, they were bad in the Hallis era. So this mm-hmm. guy has had some hate on his heart for a very long time. Yeah. Very yeah. long time. I had a conversation recently with somebody who said Bears fans don't know anything about football. Do you have that experience? No, no, I think I'm nah, that's that's well that person obviously is a hater. And uh, you know. No, nah, Bears fans are, are incredibly I mean, this is the thing. I think football fans city to city are knowledgeable. And then you get the the reckless fringe who don't care as long as you win their favorite laundry, they're gonna root for you no matter what. But I think Bears fans are pretty I mean <laughs> I think the more pain that you go through as a fan base, it forces you to um, attract yourself to the intricacies of sports in a different way. And this city has gone through as much pain as any major city in the United States of America when it comes to sports. Any. Not Cleveland. Not Cleveland. I said major. I said major. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry. Wow. I'm if you're sorry. from Cleveland and you listen to this man, 
This is your moment to jump in his mentions. If you're from Cleveland, if you're if if you're from Cleveland, if you're from Cleveland and your and your your phone bill is paid up enough that that the services work, (laughs) that you can come at me via social social media. I'm not from Cleveland, but I feel like I have to defend them as my Ohioan cousins because, like, why are you doing that? People, people, like that? people get straight. People catch strays jumping into fights all the time. You could be wow. my guest. <laughs> be wow. my guest, Shakia. Attack him, people. Attack, attack me. Attack How is somebody going to attack me from Cleveland? What? All I got to do is ride past and throw a match at the river and light the whole city on fire. What are you talking about? Hey, man, I spent. To get back on Twitter to warn the people to listen to this podcast, so then they can do something like they got to yeah. defend their honor. What are they, they going to do? What are they going to do? If you're I in Cleveland, it's because you can't get out of Cleveland. So I'm not going to run into you at any point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I what want the record to reflect that I have nothing to do with these inflammatory statements. At Jason One Golf, G O F F, two Fs. You know, used to be used to stand for financially frustrated and now it's forever (laughs) famous. Okay, whatever. All you is it Clevelanders is it because the only time I've ever said that word is when I ordered drinks in Miami at that bar. Is it is it called Clevelanders? Okay. And then he flexed on him. And then he I mean, but what what is what is what is flexing on somebody from Cleveland really, right? Like indoor plumbing? Like what are we really talking about here? Wow. <laughs> huh? Huh? You know, I mean, come on. There you go. You can see my face right now, but like I actually like had a pause that I thought my computer froze. Wow. No, it's cool. No, I mean, listen. I am blessed. Like, I'm not one of these people who like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm from Chicago, this, that. I'm not one of these people who find toughness in where they fell out of their mom. You feel me? Like, like whatever, wherever you were born, fine. I can say it like that. But because it's it's real, like you you get people like I'm from this and such and such and such. Okay, so you mean to tell me if your mama grew up six hours north, then you wouldn't be as tough or whatever the case may be, or as proud? All I'm saying is, I have been to Cleveland one time in my life. For one what? time, it was for the Cubs Cleveland World Series, and mm. we spent a couple of days there i think we went there for game i don't know game four or five or something like that had an interaction with a fan in the stands uh you know the the downtown area was cool we stayed at the hotel that johnny manzel used to live at got some terrific stories from the people that worked there at the time that johnny was there i forget it was like one of these chic joints downtown right across the street from both the baseball stadium and the uh and and quicken loans arena it was yeah Mm -hmm. i mean it was last minute so they put us in whatever they could and it just happened to be that place had the room still left i enjoyed the downtown area I, i listen the people of cleveland were fun I took a bunch of pictures, walked around, chopped it up with them, had some what do they call food in that city. I was cool with everything. I was cool with it all. But for you to come on this pod after oh, the interactions, that, you said come after me. Have had it worse. No, in they haven't. You and then you attack them. But life is about you expectations, attack. aren't there? But life is about expectations, right? Right. Like meeting, falling below, or exceeding. 
what do you think Clevelanders' expectations are for life? Nevertheless, sports. Like, I don't think the Browns and the Cavs and the Guardians are the, are the worries that Clevelanders have. I don't. I, I drove past Cleveland State, you know. Cool. <laughs> like, I, I'm not, you know. Why do you think? Everything in Cleveland is catching strays in this conversation. You hear this, right, Tony? Like, he didn't, he didn't shot at the food. He, he, he's shooting at everything. Like, just, just. Yeah, that's. I mean, what's Tony gonna say? Tony ain't gonna make it any better for you. You, you please be glad that Tony is off mic. Okay. I'm not asking him to make it any better. I just wanted a head nod that someone else hears. What nah, I rock with Cleveland. I rock with Cleveland. I rock no, with Cleveland. I had a good time. I had a good time. Well, but this is the thing. I had a good time. I'll um, at you next time you in town. They gonna do what? Oh, po' boys at you. It's a sandwich. Right? Uh, so, right. First of all, the, the 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 amount of poor people walking around that that, that downtown, they they they'll have ample ammunition if they're going. You said they're going to throw poor boys at me, right? It's a sandwich. Oh, oh, okay. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say because <laughs> you know. <laughs> poverty running wild. <laughs> All right, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Why? Oh, you done made Tony blush, huh? See, look at that. Look at that. Y'all caught me. Hey, man, y'all caught me after the JJ Fish. It's a different J. It's a different J. Time for some commercials. Hey, it's Len Casper, the radio voice of the White Sox. You're listening to The Full Go with Jason Goff. Let me ask you. Let me ask. Let me ask you about this, Shake. So, I go to several people when it comes to baseball and the spirit of right. You know, shout out to Bob Kendrick and Jay Adande. I saw saw y'all this this last few days out here looking good. Um, the White Sox. I read something and Tony and Kyle. Y'all can jump in on this if you want. But I read something today that just boggles my mind. You know, the the Bob Nightingale USA Today piece where he's, you know, he's doing his notes or whatever. And there's a whole bunch of inspirational stories in there. You, you know, you, you, you scroll down. You're like, all right, I hear there's some White Sox news. And in his Around the Base Path section of his piece, he writes quote, the Chicago White Sox are conducting a series of internal interviews to determine whether dramatic changes are needed inside the front office or the coaching staff. This has been one of the most disappointing and painful seasons in Chairman Jerry Reinsdorf's tenure. And I'm saying to myself, what internal interviews have to be done about this season in terms of like, you know, you try to figure out who did what wrong? Like, I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. I will never understand. Maybe this is the reason, well, not maybe, but there's a lot of reasons why I'm not in charge of things. But to me, the interview has been the last two or three years. And you know what pissed me off the most? Something I read this weekend is that the rebuild has stalled out. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> the rebuild? Like, this was prime time. This ain't, this ain't part of the rebuild. These last three years are supposed to be put the kids to bed. It's time to go win shit time. 
And now mm-hmm. we're talking about the rebuild stalling out. Do you want the same people who who architect this rebuild to do this this time with Rick Hahn and Kenny Williams? There's a whole bunch of names out there. You know, Billy Owens out there in, in, in Oakland is making noise once again in terms of people who are making the rounds. Uh, Thad Levine, if you want to go in, in division, right? Twins general manager. Like, there's a whole bunch of names that are starting to kind of be bandied about. Meanwhile, the Chicago White Sox are going to do internal interviews maybe it's due diligence maybe it's just there to piss me off as a white Sox fan but they're going to do internal interviews to figure out how they should go about restructuring this organization i don't know if there's a team that has lost more goodwill in such a short amount of time than the white Sox have in the last couple of years shake yeah the white Sox have lost the fan base completely completely i mean you got people calling for everyone to be fired, for Jerry to sell the team. You know, I actually saw that, um, a tweet of that quote from uh, today, and someone said that that quote of the dramatic changes was like somebody posting, you know, like a 45-day weight loss photo, but the only thing that changes is like maybe they got a tan. Um, (laughs) Or I saw another one where it was like the guy had a beard in the first picture and then he shaved it off in the second one. Like, that's that's like the fan base think of this team as a joke at this point like all-time fat guy trick though by the way (laughs) all-time fat guy trick you want to you want to put a little razzle dazzle on them shave the shave the beard real quick you're like oh look at you you're clean shaving no no i'm seven pounds heavier mom like i'm trying to hide shit (laughs) but go ahead my bad no 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 i mean that that fits that's that's what people think of this organization right that they're just gonna you know put lipstick on a pig and put it back out there and i mean and i can't say that they're wrong because even before pedro griffo was hired everyone kept saying like please go a different direction please go a different direction and then they were like psych (laughs) <laughs> we're going to just bring in this guy. We don't know what he's going to do, but we know that he's going to do something. And, and now it's like the season is over. The season is over. And he's talking about winning, right? Like, oh, we can still win. No, it's over, bro. It's over. How many nah, games they, under 500 are they? They still play and play. That's the other thing, too. I saw Lawrence lose a gasket. Boy, when Lawrence gets upset. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, man. You kidding me? Like, like that. you know what that is? That's that's like the, the uncle that everybody loves. That the moment he say, damn, everybody's like, oh, shit. We got we to gotta cancel Thanksgiving. He is not in a good mood. You know what I mean? Like, and Lawrence, Lawrence cursed like a sailor. Nobody knows it, though. But he, he, y'all had Lawrence out here sweating screaming into a microphone like you know clear and people was clearing out for him too you know like oh shit <laughs> angry brother <laughs> get on out the way let him land this thing like the the, the white Sox made lord's homes angry ass that's on the, the radio <laughs> he said ass on the radio Hey, I'm, sur- I'm surprised he ain't taking a couple shows off, to be honest with you. You know, you ain't gonna get you ain't gonna get Lawrence out of his character. You know what I mean? He's not like me. You know what I mean? Like we, we, you know, I, I say these things on the intro of a pod. Why your kids are in the car, by the way. I hope they're still in the car so they can learn about life and Cleveland. But yeah, I um I don't know what to do, Shake. I don't know what to do as a fan I mean, right now. I mean, what 
what can you do, right? Because if you find another team, you might feel yeah. disloyal, right? So yeah. all you can do is continue to rage. And I don't know. I personally don't think it's going to do anything. I don't think anything changes. I really don't. I mean, you got Kenny Williams there who can apparently do absolutely no wrong. He can do no wrong. And uh, I mean, are you saying nobody wants to fire the black guy? Is that- <laughs> <laughs> I hate this motherfucker here, She ain't what? shit. Hey, I started the way I started, so she ain't gonna let me get away with anything. Yes, I, I think Kenny is. I think Kenny is good money. <laughs> I think Kenny. I think Kenny can. Kenny can write his own ticket. I think that is the case can, with Sir we Williams. We can only dream for that kind of job security, I guess. But like. Yeah. I mean, what changes are they going to make? Because all we hear about is how loyal Jerry is to his boys, right? He's so loyal. If you're loyal to Jerry, you good money. I don't know. Maybe it's not about winning, but about loyalty over there. But they've definitely lost the clubhouse. Like, when you lose like that, your mentality just sort of drops. And it doesn't feel like the team is doing anything. And they started shipping guys off. You got guys like... I don't think I don't call what the guys who have left were doing as is talking shit. They were just saying what happened, no. right? Like, no, this is what happened, and I wasn't. I didn't feel comfortable saying it while I was there because the organization seems kind of petty. Like, so what do you do? You wait till you leave, and somebody asks you what happened, and you like, man, they ain't had no control over there. It was people sleeping. It was <laughs> whatever. I don't it's think nasty. anything changes. It's, it's, I, don't, I don't know. It's a nasty business when you don't care about winning. The the thing that I uh, that, that sticks out to me, you know, how many I won't say wrong moves, but how many moves just didn't turn out the way they're supposed to, or how many things haven't turned out the way that they were supposed to. Like you expect certain players to not reach their potential or not um, capture the moment when the moment is there to be had. But from Michael Kopech to the Mike Clevenger situation to start this year, um, you mentioned Keenan Middleton, Lance Lynn leaves and immediately jumps on a pod and you know says what he has to say about the White Sox. The Tim Anderson thing, I, I don't, I don't recall, and we've talked about this on this pod as precipitous a drop in terms of a, a city liking him to a city feeling this way about him since D Rose. And that seems like so far ago, so long ago, but, you know, it, it, it has some of the same vibes to it. And the Yasmani Grandal thing that has flown under the radar for the last few years, Yasmani Grandal has been awful. He's been awful as a Chicago White Sox. This is the highest paid free agent in franchise history and i'm not here to count nobody's pockets i think it's corny when people do it but the context this is important i went back because i was thinking about you know hey yasmani how's he fared (laughs) four years 73 million dollar deal highest in white Sox history which is mind-boggling by the way third market in the country i know they run like a small market team financial restraints all those things but 73 million dollars in this day and age being the highest in your franchise history is kind of wild but yasbody grandall hit 28 home runs the year before he signed with the white Sox with the milwaukee brewers got traded to milwaukee did his thing for one year got stayed healthy long enough he played a hundred he caught 
Oh, I'm sorry, not caught, but he played in 153 games 2019 before he signed with the White Sox. 28 home runs, right? Yasmani Grandal. <laughs> Yasmani Grandal hit 44 home runs over the course of the next four years. 44. Yasmani Grandal, on top of it, when you go back and look at what he said, he said there were several teams that were really interested. The one thing that kind of stood out the most for me is the White Sox. I love their professionalism. I love their preparation and the direction of the program. You look at that four years later and you think to yourself, what three things have failed this organization? Professionalism, right? I mean, let's be real about it. You you mentioned the sleep at the wheel thing, right? Professionalism, Keenan Middleton spoke to. No pitchers fielding practices, people missing meetings, and there's no uh, consequences. Their preparation, that speaks to that, and the direction of the program. These last three years have been as painful as any that I can remember as a Chicago sports fan. And now we get a chance to not only watch the same people maybe do it all over again, but the Cubs have fucked around and lapped them. The Cubs have messed around and did everything that they were supposed to do in the time that you were supposed to be setting up as well. And I know it's not a Cubs-Sox thing, but I'm sorry for the city's attention span, for the city's entertainment dollar. My son is, a, is, is not a sports fan at all. My son has been to more Cubs games over the last couple of years than he has White Sox games. I'm not, I'm not, I'm kind of equal distance from both at this point. So it's yeah. not a, 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 a distance thing. I just, I think we're going to look back at this time 10, 15 years from now, no matter what happens, and look at the opportunities that have been pissed away by this group. And it's going to be striking because you don't get this very often. This is, they got two playoff game wins. In the last, what, six, five this years? This is malpractice. It's malpractice yeah. at this point. Yeah. Like, I mean, there, there's no other way around that. Like, at free agency standpoint, like, all these big names that they, you know, you kept seeing, like, oh, I hope the White Sox go after them. And it's like, the White Sox aren't going after them. Then you hear, oh, they're in the mix. Oh, no, never mind. They didn't get them. I, I, like, it's, it's malpractice. It, that's the only word for it. And sometimes I want to say, like, oh, maybe it's incompetence. But I don't know if it's, if it's malice or incompetence. Like, do they, are they aware of the poor decision-making? Like, because they just keep backing their asses into worse situations. I actually refer to that game uh, against the Astros, the one um, – at Guarantee Ray Field as the White Sox funeral because that was the end. Like, hope went to hell when they lost that game. That was yeah. it. And it's just been bad ever since. They have not recovered. You know, we talk about, you know, postseason window. Oh, that window is nailed shut. Somebody painted over it and nailed it shut now. Like, I think the only option is clean house, but they're not going to do that. You got unhappy players. The morale stinks. It absolutely, you, you can look at them on the field. They don't play with any sort of enthusiasm anymore. You got like mental lapses, defensive issues. You know, who the hell's in right field is a constant question. Right, like, right. You know, I don't, I don't think this is a team built to win anything. You know, the best White Sox team might be the ACE program. And those are the kids. Shout out to the Ace program. And like I keep saying, 
Shout out to a lot of people in that organization that I rock with. Like, there's some good people in that organization. It's just, Absolutely. man, Those it's, it's, it's hard. Those are the people making decisions. Right, right. As simple as that. I took a look at uh, 30 of Rick Hahn's moves over the last, you know, five or six years. There are some, there are some very, there's some doozies in there, boy. But we press on. It's the full go, baby! Bears talk with Jason Goff on the full goal. And the kick is good for the win. Fade to black. Brought to you by The Ringer, a Spotify original. Preseason football really isn't interesting me that much. Yeah. You didn't see the starters against the Colts. Um, I saw Bob Kravitz, a uh, longtime journalist, longtime scribe. Uh, very upset that the Colts sat <laughs> Anthony Richardson and all those players. And I'm sitting there like, hey, man, they practice against another team for an entire week. Those coaches saw the ass whoopings that they needed to see and was like, let's not have this happen. Because the Bears apparently took it to the Colts this last week. And then the game is, you know, the backups versus the backups. There's, <clears throat> there's, <laughs> I, I'm enjoying people not knowing how to watch or digest young quarterbacks and we've done it so many times in this city like it's 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 the once every three year fair that we do We're like all right, after, program here. oh my god oh my god so to watch the Colts like oh just, you gotta play him every snap he's only played listen if Anthony Richardson is good he's gonna figure it out and if he's bad then you're gonna have to move on like that's how I have stopped tying myself to quarterbacks with this this much um this much personalization of it, right? Like Justin Fields yeah. has this year to be good. And if he's not good, Ryan Poles has two first round picks where he's going to try to trade up and get whoever, you know, is after Caleb Williams. Cause I don't believe anybody's going to trade the number one pick because of how good Caleb Williams is supposed to be. Uh, in your estimation, the Justin Fields thing, is it going exactly how it's supposed to be going in terms of the trajectory of, okay, he's, he's ascending. Now he's got his, his players around him, or are you still part of that? You know, wait and see. I don't know crowd. Can I be like 50, 50 on this one? Um, yeah, you know, shit, you can I be watch, you, yeah, we I don't know him. Justin play at Ohio state, right? I watch him play at Ohio state. And I think like, a lot of the the hype surrounding him was people weren't remembering that Justin Fields wasn't playing alone. Justin Fields was playing with some NFL caliber offensive guys, right? And then he came to Chicago and he was not playing with NFL caliber offensive guys. And I think that absolutely impacts what we see, right? I don't think he was bad. I don't think he deserved a lot of the, like, shit he got because look at the team. I constantly ask, like, who the hell was he throwing to? Like, what, what, what did you want him to do, you know? And then when he starts doing the things that people were complaining about, right, short yard throws, why is he doing that? Why is he not throwing deep? Why is he not? <laughs> what do you want? What do you want from him exactly? Like, I think we all need to sort of adjust our expectations. And by we, I'm really meaning everyone else. Like, let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's adjust our expectations here because the team is, is just coming together. And I also think it's what? It, we had two preseason games. The mm -hmm. last one will be the dress rehearsal. Maybe you pay a little bit more attention to that. But then there's still like two weeks from the, the last preseason game 
to, you know, the opener. So there's still time for whatever to happen. I don't know. I, maybe I'm more on the wait and see now that I've said all that. Like, maybe I am on the wait and see. Like, <laughs> she talked herself into it. <laughs> She let's, just became every other Bears fan. In that let's just wait and see. Let's let's <laughs> let's let's temper our expectations a little bit. Let's let's calm down. You know, like uh, don't get don't get ahead of yourselves. Mm, I mean, look, I say this. She turned from excited? Bob from St. Charles into Jamal from the South Side in one fail swoop. <laughs> just like what that. can I say? <laughs> what can I say? I prefer to have a more reasonable take. That's you right. Know, you don't want to be you don't want to be a, a wait till next year kind of guy always, but it sometimes it's like eh, I don't really want to jump ahead of myself and say too much and be like yeah let's get hype and then he go out there and stink it up like then what it's like wow I really said all that on the pod and I gotta go back and eat that so nah we gonna wow. wait and see we gonna wait and see because I know you you'll remember so oh yeah I'm gonna to you again oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, the, 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 the funny thing about, <laughs> about like this whole quarterback thing, because the, the whole thing is, oh, well, you got to find out if he's good or not, you know, because you got to pay him. But my thing is like, there should be like a line of demarcation, right? Like you can win with a serviceable quarterback. If he's serviceable and he's a leader and the guys play hard for him, that's good enough for me. As long as he's not, you know, terrible. Like the line of demarcation Wait, for what? me is like Dak, Dak Wait, whoa, and whoa, Kirk whoa, Tony. What? Wait, whoa. Whoa, whoa. He is saying Just, if we can put up with these mid white QBs all this time, <laughs> oh, we can have a mid quarterback in Chicago. Here we go. Here we go. Sister Soldier. Okay. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, you know, Tony, we're, don't we're, play with I, a little I, mid. Don't got to be black always. Not why? Me. <laughs> not me you young yeah. folks can talk this way all you want i am a black middle-aged man at this point i only have so many more seasons in me middle-aged. I, i'm 42 okay you can't be middle-aged because that would make me middle-aged Oh, look at see. This is the personalization episode with Shakia Taylor. I think that's all this is. How you go? How you how you going? How you going to say I can't be something cuz that would make you something. I mean, I said it. Oh, you know what? You and Tony with you and Tony with this and we cool with me because he a brother shit. Man, not me. Is, is, I, is, you know, not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying yeah. we should be cool with mid because he's black. I am just oh. saying if he is mid, we've dealt with mid before in a different <laughs> flavor. <laughs> so just deal with mid in this flavor. Listen, I will be I will be the Larry Elder of Chicago Bears fans right now and be like, "Hey, get your <laughs> black ass from under center if you can't play." <laughs> And they do well, right? Like you don't need him to be a superstar. You want the team to win. Like it's not no, an individual no. game. And that's that's no. what I'm saying. That's Jay. That's that's I that's, that's need all. him to be a superstar. Uh, that would be great. About here. That that, that would be great. If they win, what does it matter? If they win, what a Super Bowl? Uh, yes. I'm if they're winning, right? So let's say, let's say. Justin Fields is not a superstar, but Justin Fields is, as Tony has said, a serviceable quarterback. He goes out there, he gets the job done, he's not turning over the ball a ton, right? And the Bears are winning games. You would be upset about that? Yes, 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 yes. 
I want a franchise quarterback so that one day I can have a Super Bowl as a fan. If Justin Fields is a serviceable quarterback and the Bears are... Hold on. Like Kyle Orton and Rex Grossman. And what happened? And what happened? And what what happened? They went. They went. Hey, listen. Going don't mean shit to me. Going don't mean a thing to me. Going is cool. Everybody go to prom. (laughs) Everybody go to prom. (laughs) Some people get sent home in the limo by themselves. You feel me? That's what going to the Super Bowl is to me. Hey, enjoy the the confetti raining down on all the people who spent thousands of dollars to come to this neutral site. No one one likes the first loser. Second place is the first loser. I get that. But I'm just saying, you have seen mid. You have lived. You survived. That's why I don't want it. <laughs> I, I know the flavor. Jay, what, 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 I'm, what, what I'm saying is, like, for real, for real, what, what I'm saying is, we're at. I'm not looking for the needle in the haystack. It would be dope if we got that, and he is that. Everybody is not Patrick Mahomes. I think, being honest, oh you, we, we want this right. dream scenario quarterback, you. which would be great, but it also takes the pressure off the GMs and the coaches from doing their job, finding the necessary talent to build this program up correctly and putting it all on Justin. I think it, that part is, is unfair just because we've seen the one of one of Patrick Mahomes do it. I don't want to make that comparison. I want Justin to be the best Justin that he can be. And then the, if he's that talented, the bears should be able to build around him correctly. And I don't, I think it's unfair to, take the pressure off the guy that's actually building the team and then put it all on Justin. That's just what I'm saying. I don't, I'm hoping that's fine. That's fine. You're going to, you're going to finish 500 just like the bears being on team Tony. So, 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 let me say, and shout out to Tony. If anybody thinks that that's real shade, then, you know, you must be from Cleveland. Let me say this. Let me say wow. this. Let me say this. Let me say this. This two-day-old J.J. Fishing, he is really, <laughs> really, really nasty. Today. Let, me let, me say, let me say this, Tom. I, I understand. I think I'm not removing any of the pressure or scrutiny or critique from Ryan Pose. You know that about me. Already. When he said we're going to win the North and not give it back, I was like, oh, shit, corny alert. Now you working from, you know, you working your way up to an A. You know what I'm saying? That's how I grade. (laughs) So there's there's ample pressure still on Ryan Poles to build around him. But what I'm saying is when you have the raw materials that that young man has, I am not settling for Andy Dalton. I'm not settling for, you know, for Jake DeLome. I'm not settling for these dudes who are cool. And then you find out you get, you keep getting beat because that dude is at the court, like Minnesota Vikings, Minnesota Vikings have had themselves a fine roster for two, three years in a row. Now the defense is starting to crumble. That's why I think the bears are going to finish ahead of them. Kirk cousins is on Netflix. He's on Netflix being every bit of average that you can handle. All a big 64 ounce, big gulp of average, right? If that is what people are like, oh, put more pressure on, on the GM, you know, build around him. No, no, no. There's certain things you can't build around. Okay. Like for the, for the ladies out there who listen to the pod, you know, when you got a Kirk Cousins in your life. You know that there's certain things that you can't build around, okay? You know that there are certain shortcomings that you are going to have to expect in the most vital moments, okay? What 
why would you want <laughs> to have to build around something when you can just go out and find the championship? I feel like Justin Wait a minute, Fears, excellent dating advice. Hold on now. Yeah. That's excellent oh, don't, dating advice. Don't worry. When, don't once, once, oh, yeah. No, 100%. <laughs> No, stop yeah. Stop playing these games, ladies. <laughs> stop playing these games. You stop making bad decisions and blaming them on other people. Dump the bad decision immediately. Move on. <laughs> move on. Okay? Just like you move on from bad quarterbacks. I can I who's the who's the tall dude with Mike Glennon? I saw Mike Glennon throw three. I will never forget. In three yeah, with the Merton Hanks neck. I saw Mike Glennon throw three passes in a preseason game, came on the score the next day and said, That man is horrible at football and it won't work. Guess what happened? It was horrible at football, it didn't work. You move on. Quarterbacks get destroyed in this league. If raw materials wise, the guy that ran for a thousand yards, the guy who was throwing to nobodies and still threw, you know, 17 touchdowns like James Jones, you know, professed on Fox Sports. If that guy turns out to be above average, I'm going to be disappointed. I'm be disappointed <laughs> no matter what you put around him because it's, it's even more of a teaser to put things around a quarterback and then find out that, oh, damn, you know, we got Jared Goff. You know what I'm saying? Like Jared Goff with the Rams had so much pressure on him because of what they built. And they're like, hey, uh, we built something. We got to get rid of him. Let's go get the guy who, you know, has got one more season left in him. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm my my expectations and my hopes for Justin Fields are that he becomes one of the top tier quarterbacks in the NFL because he's got that stuff in him. So yes, yeah. I would be disappointed if that dude turned out to be an a winning quarterback. <laughs> a, I've seen a bunch of winning quarterbacks. I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to be that. Truthfully, I really, I really don't. Like I said when I started talking about this, I'm tempering my expectations. But like, I don't, I don't think he's going to go out there and sneak it up. I don't think he's nah. going to be mid. I think you know, and he seems to uh, have. Well, first of all, a really, really incredible work ethic. Like, yeah, just. So I think that has translated to the team. He asked them for energy, and now they out there talking shit. Hopefully that works too. I mean, it worked for you, so hopefully that hey. works. You know. <laughs> Welcome to episode two seventy nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is the uh, deputy senior content editor. For the Chicago Tribune, okay. Yes, sir. I, I was, yes, sir. Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, yeah, I, I was yeah. gonna mess around. Like you know, she she provides content. No, 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 no. She's, nah. the, she's the deputy, okay. Deputy senior content editor for the Chicago <laughs> Tribune. Go ahead and throw her name into the Google so you can get all of the stuff and also all of her past stuff as well. You know, because the internet tells me that you know, baseball prospectus, Fangraphs, Victory Journal. How about Victory Journal getting a nod in there? Yahoo Sports, MLB.com, and we find her here in the city, beloved, uh, outside of Cleveland, where she is known to you know get it in. Uh, Chicago's happy to have you. Uh, I'm happy to have you on the pod, and I'm looking forward to the next time we could do this. Okay, and when I see you in the street, you know, act like you know me. Okay. Act like we we cool, you know. Don't you know? Don't go. Oh shit! They go golf. He gonna try to gonna try to get in with us, y'all. Like, don't play me, okay? You don't touch your scoop ball head. <laughs> <laughs>
ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what this was, but I had a good time, damn time doing it. Uh, Shakia Taylor here on the Full Go Podcast. It's Chicago in the house. Let me hear you say yeah. Yo, you listening to the Full Go Podcast with my man Jason Golf. It's your boy Dave Jeff. Holla at y'all. Much love. That is all the time we have here on episode 279 of the Full Goal Podcast, uh, brought to you by the Rager. And of course, Spotify is the gang. Hopefully they want to attach their names to this one uh, because Shakia Taylor has done a masterful takedown of not only my ego, but me as a presence here in this city. And I'm glad we detailed and documented it for you. You can catch all of her work at the Chicago Tribune and, you know, stay on the lookout. Because Shakia might have something, you know, in the makings here. You know, if you see her popping up at your favorite venue with your favorite sports icon, I mean, she's out here doing what Shakia does. Uh, she's one of the best in the business, cool people. Uh, I I, uh, I one day hope to be on the level that she has already surpassed, to be honest with you. Um, so, yeah, thank you, Shakia Taylor, for coming on the show. I want to thank our production staff, as always, shadowy figure that is known as steve cerruti uh, i want to thank our chief vibes officer he hasn't he hasn't been with us this week is he still in sweden is is chris sutton still in sweden doing swedish things like what do you what do you do in sweden like what do you i, I don't i don't even know what you would the stare there is like nothing for me stereotypically to think of other than like hot chocolate and the Sedin twins that used to play for the Maple Leafs back in the day, Henrik and the other one, you know, two pasty fellows, the twins. Like, what else? What else do we have from Sweden? Uh, Swiss cheese, right? Other than that, what? Uh, the Swiss Hotel. Shout out to that. There's been, you know, if you know, you know. Uh, yeah. So enjoy your time, Chris. Whenever you get ready to come back to the pod, we will uh, welcome you. He'll be back Tuesday. He'll be back Tuesday. Uh, I'm sure we'll have some outstanding stories from our guy Chris. And of course, the, you just heard his voice, ladies and gentlemen, the exceptional one, Kyle Williams, who is out here retweeting about. I know, I know when when the pod is good. When Kyle hits that retweet button, when he wants to attach his name to this shit, that's when I know we was cooking with gas. All right, we'll see what happens tomorrow. And of course, my main man Tony Gill himself. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for downloading this thing. Thank you for subscribing to it. Thank you for following us on the socials. Uh, thank you for rating and reviewing us, giving us the five stars you know we need. If not, we're gonna see you in these streets. And the Montgomery brawl has surpassed now. So it's we over. It's over with the handshakes. We back to the scrapping. If you don't give us the five stars we need, we will see you in these streets. Until Tuesday, um, we always remind you to uh, you know, take care of each other, be safe, and remember to stay sucker free. We'll holler at you on Tuesday. Must be 21 and over and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. one 800 
1-800-522-4700 with it in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia, or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.